Zish Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance and Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the host, food writer and critic of Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about some of uh, uh, the culinary pieces in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, including a piece on Iron Grape Barbecue. We also have details on Downtown Dining Week, which is happening next week, right? Downtown Dining Week has started. It started, it started yesterday. And then uh, we got a chance to see the trailer for the upcoming Anthony Bourdain documentary. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then uh, we're going to close out with a, 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 a new sake I tried the other day. Uh, I think some of our craft beer fans might like this sake. So I want to talk about that little review of a sake I have tried. Um, but we kick it off with a story that it's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine called Big Chill. It's not about <laughs> the movie. No, it's right? not. It's about something else. So reason we want to kick this off that way, because apparently this weekend is going to get up yeah. in the 80s. So we thought this one might be nice for people to uh, partake in while they're out and about in the city of Milwaukee. Because everything's loosening up, everybody's getting out, and it feels like the first truly warm weekend. Um, so tell me about what is, what, when you, what's the title Big Chill mean? And uh, explain that. Well, the big chill refers to iced caffeinated beverages. So really good ones that you can find here in Milwaukee. And not just, I want an ice co- a plain old iced coffee, which in my opinion- It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, cold brew, in my opinion, is better. You make a concentrate and it's stronger as opposed to iced coffee, which is typically brewed coffee, thrown over ice, blah, blah, blah. So- um, you may have had this. I, you know, um, I'm a fan of the restaurant Thumb, which is the the Laotian restaurant over mm-hmm. at Crossroads Collective. They have they do a, a Lao iced coffee that they they brew the coffee, strain it, and pour it over ice, and then they mix it with sweetened condensed milk and Ovaltine. Ooh, mm-hmm. yum, so, delicious. Tasty. Yes, this season and in, in, in the last few seasons, Stone Creek has come out with their summer seasonal beverages. Really fun stuff. Um, and they've been doing some really interesting things with cold coffees as well. And the one that we feature in the magazine is one where they pair their nitro jet, uh, black cold brew with, um, with a Thai syrup. So it's called a nitro Thai. So it's got kind of like that, those flavors of cardamom in it and just that Mm. kind of spicy element. And then there's milk in it as well. And it's just cold, creamy deliciousness. So actually, there is one tea on this list, and it's um, the sweet matcha latte, which you can get hot or cold. I recommend it cold. And that is from Roast Coffee Company, which is over on Locust, uh, Locust in Maryland. And this is kind of that. I don't know if you've ever had the reishi matcha. Matcha is a very, almost like has a vegetal taste yeah, to earthy, it. earthy. Very kind of, earthy, yeah. yeah. And this, um, he mixes with Ghirardelli white chocolate. And makes an iced beverage out of it. Really delicious, mm. let me tell you. So these are just some of the ways that I would suggest cooling off this summer, starting this weekend when it's going to get really hot, but also perking up at the same time because you know all these beverages have caffeine in them. Cool. And you can find this kind of roundup of uh, some iced beverages to keep you cool over at milwaukeemagazine.com. 
Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this bites with another story from the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine about Iron Great Barbecue. That's coming up on this bites. Has your car been hibernating in your garage all winter? Donate it to Radio Milwaukee. Running or not, your car, truck, or even boat can support this podcast. Go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your pickup. We're back on This Bites and Christian of Milwaukee Magazine. Myself, DJ Tariq here of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Continue our conversation here. Uh, the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine uh, is out. Uh, and you did a story on uh, Iron Grates. Uh, mm-hmm. Been around for a few years now. Now they're located on the south side. They do the like kind of the barbecue with the wood. Really cool stuff. They do really some kind of interesting stuff like pork belly burn-ins. I was there not too long ago. Um, and they have a great little setup out there. Um, but you did a little story about Iron Great. What's the, what's that? What's that about? Yeah, I did a Q&A with um, owner Aaron Patton just to kind of play catch up on what he's been up to. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but over the winter, he actually had a ghost kitchen doing soups. Um, So that was one of the new things he had going. You know, many of us will remember if you've gone there, he's the one that kind of created the Milwaukee rib, which is a spare rib with the the pork belly attached. Yep. And um, that's just a really succulent uh, mm-hmm. piece of meat by the way. So, um, so we just, you know, we just played catch up and, um, what's interesting too, is that, um, when he opened, he had this smoker named Edna. Do you remember Edna? Mm-hmm. And there's a photo of Edna on the Facebook page. Um, but he's ex- actually does not have Edna anymore. He now, um, and Edna was a 500 gallon tank. He now has two 1000 gallon smokers and they go by the names Hank and Nico. So he's able to do a lot more and he's a lot busier too, I'm sure, probably since the beginning. Um, but we just uh, did some catch up and some of the things you can expect to see this summer, he's got a DIY menu um, with the Milwaukee rib where you can you know, buy these kits so that you can, you can prepare the rib at home. Um, and it comes with um, an iron grate sauce and the rub. So you can actually prepare this at home. This is also something that he's going to offer for pork shoulder and um, and for a slab of ribs. Um, and then he's going to he's he's coming out with um, beef ribs Saturdays. Another thing where he wants to you know do something a little bit different, mm. bring people in over the weekend. Um, but an, another thing that I really like that he's been doing, and this is not something he had in the beginning, were his sandwiches. Um, I don't know if you've ever had them. You can get pulled pork, chopped brisket, um, barbecued or spicy chicken, and my favorite, hot smoked ham. Just really, really good sandwiches. So we're just playing a little bit of catch up and and seeing where Iron Grade is at and some of the initiatives he has going for the summer. Yeah, I was hanging out with Aaron uh, not too long ago um, at his place and um, bought some of his little uh, pit Pitmaster Punch. <laughs> Those little punches he's been selling, little alcohol punches. They pack a punch. They pack a punch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been like on and off and like we've been like I didn't bring it up last time, but I've like we've been talking trying to trying to I've been trying to get him to do some country ham here. Because people don't know any they don't mm-hmm. know any better. People don't know any mm-hmm. better. They like, I love my ham, like y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know how good ham up here. Gonna, what did he say about that, the country ham? It's been back and forth. He's down. Uh-huh. Just, you know, just got to find time. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. But it's been a conversation, been on and off for like years. About the yeah. Ham. 
because Milwaukee just don't know any good ham up here. That's all I got to say. Yeah, <laughs> I know how you feel about ham. I do. <laughs> so good, uh, good news for Aaron Patton. Get up. Uh, I do love that. I do love the the pork belly burn-ins. Mm. I yeah. know that's not good for my cholesterol, but, you know, you only, you only live in one life, right? Um, it's got some protein in there, along with the fat. You got some protein. Who cares about the protein? I like the fat. <laughs> Downtown Dining Week, uh, as I said, like kicked off yesterday. You finally have, we mentioned earlier, it's coming back, but uh, we didn't have much details. But now you have some details to share with us. Yep. So um, Downtown Dining Week started on Thursday. That was yesterday. And it runs through Sunday, June 13th. So it's really 10 days. Um, and this is when, um, you know, like a, a pretty large group of, of downtown restaurants offers prefix menus for lunch and dinner. So, um, so some of the restaurants that are, that are participating this year are Third Coast Provisions, the Capitol Grill, the Nick, Onesto, Blue Bat, Kitchen and Tequilaria, Smoke Shack, Zarletti, Mason Street Grill. There's quite a few. Um, and um, these prefix menus, basically, um, you get two or three courses for a set price for lunch or dinner. And there's also, a, in, in some cases, a family meal option. So, for instance, uh, Onesto is one of the restaurants doing that Italian family meal, and they have courses that include um, a Caesar salad, pasta with Berkshire pork grass-fed beef meatballs, and tiramisu for dessert. So, um, if you you want to see any of the menus for the for Downtown Dining Week, it, they're posted. They're all posted on the Downtown Dining Week website. Um, one thing that I think is really important to note is that they tell you what the actual value is of the meal and you should tip on that amount as opposed to the, you know, the And people have known price. to do that. And like that, I always reiterate, reinforce that. Please don't, don't be that, be that person. Don't yeah. be that person. <laughs> I know. Right. You know, you know, that's just, you ruin, you ruin it for everybody if you're that person. So. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Um, next, uh, I got some Interesting news. Anthony Bourdain, who unfortunately uh, passed away a few years ago due to uh, suicide. The documentary, it was mentioned about a documentary happening a few years ago, actually. It's coming out July 16th. It will debut at the Tribeca Film Festival this June, June 11th next week. And it will hit the theater July 16th. Uh, the documentary is directed by Academy Award winning filmmaker Morgan Neville, best known for 20 Feet from Stardom and Won't You Be My Neighbor. Basically, the film's called Roadrunner, which follows Bourdain's career when he first published that uh, controversial book, Kitchen Confidential. Did you read that book? I did, yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. Uh, and that was in 2000, which led in his first travel show, Cook's Tour, which I saw on the Food Network, and then No Reservation Travel Channel. Like The first episode I ever saw of Anthony Bourdain was the Iceland episode. I just happened upon it when I was in Minneapolis. Mm. I just came home from work. Turned it on. It was on Travel Channel. It was on. I'm like, what is this? And uh, and I got hooked to Anthony Bourdain. That's how I got introduced to him. Um, then he left Travel Channel, uh, went to CNN, created Parts Unknown, which is really great. And, of course, he passed away uh, in 2018. So it's like behind-the-scenes footage, interviews with some of his friends, um, including like David Chang and his best friend, Eric Repair. Um, 
Allison Moss, Heart of the Kills. So music, some of the th- his, his musician fans will be in the documentary. Uh, for those who are a big fan of Anthony Dane or just good stories, this is a really good documentary, probably coming out July 16th, hitting the theaters. Um, can't wait. And it will be after the theater run. It will be on CNN and uh, streaming channels as well. But it will hit CNN first, I think. So, and the trailer's out. So, okay. the trailer's, trailer, like, hit me in the gut, like, watching that. Did it? The, yeah. It was, yeah. I bet it. He was a, he was a yeah. great storyteller, like, how he really traveled, like, you know. So, um, July 16th is uh, the, the film in the hits theaters. Uh, we're about done, but I want to close out. As you know, um, I'm a sake lover. <laughs> I, I think I've heard that, that Tariq. Sure. I heard that somewhere that yeah. you like sake. And I've been and I've been doing sake tasting. So once in a while, I thought I might like you know I order sake here and there, and I want to talk about a, a bottle I got right. So occasionally mm-hmm. we do that, because um, you know sake better than wine. That's, that's your, what Anne said. That's your motto. Oh, yeah, I said that. Sure. <laughs> she who doesn't drink sake said that. Sure you do. But, you no, know, I had a great sake I ordered the other day. Um, I finally could get it because I couldn't get it before because of, you know, the weird laws of shipping sake, certain sake from certain places. They won't ship. Like, like I was trying to get it from directly from the sake brewery. called It's called Brooklyn Cura, but they only ship to certain states. Mm-hmm. So they ship to Illinois and Minnesota, but they don't ship to Wisconsin directly. I don't even get that at all, but you know, politicians, whatever. Anyway, finally a place started carrying it. Tipsy sake, where I, sometimes I get a lot of my sake from, started carrying it. So I get my sake from there sometimes. And they had it. And it's called, uh, it's Brooklyn Cura is the brewery. Cura means brewery in Japan. Um, so their craft brewery, craft sake brewery in, in Brooklyn but they make this sake called Occidental. And uh, so basically this sake has uh, uh, a little bit of an interesting uh, ingredient brewed with it that some beer lovers might like. It has hops hmm. in the sake. It's a dry hop sake. Um, it's a junmai, which junmai means uh, pure rice, so no added alcohol. So it's basically koji, yeast, water, and rice. And it's a ginjo, so it's kind of a premium sake, milled to about uh, um, 40% of the rice has been milled away. Um, but it has, like, when I first open it, I, beer lovers like this. It has an aroma of an IPA when you mm-hmm. first open the bottle. Like, whoa, this smells like an IPA. And then when I tried it, one, it's smooth. Let's let's get out there. But then it's it's just floral on the front end. Then these these fruit notes just come on, right? And right, like right in your mouth, like oh wow. And then the subtle hops kind of close out the the, the 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 flavor. It's a really really beautiful sake. And it, like it's, I think if if you want to get a beer person to drink sake, this one is definitely an amazing sake to try. It's um. It's a light sake, um, probably pairs well with oysters and uh, seafood, um, and maybe um, some fried fish, or maybe some sausages and, and, and brats and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So it's really nice. So basically how they do it, so at the end of the fermentation process, pros- pressing 
they gently dry hop the sake to extract aroma and character you would expect from hops. That's how they do it, quote, from the description. Um, so it's a really pleasant. So I, I, I shared it with uh, George over at Company Brewing, owner of Company Brewing, and a couple of his people to try it. And, uh, yeah, you know, get a, get, the, get the beer guy to try it. What did he say? Hop sake. He loved it. Like, like, basically, it's almost gone. So put it that uh. way. <laughs> So definitely check it out. We'll post a link. It's called it's a brewery called Brooklyn Cura, and I'll post a link to where you can get it if you if y'all are interested. But yeah, it was a it was a it was a, I think uh, that's a great sake. I'm gonna try to get some people to carry it here for people at breweries. Like you know, I'm trying to get people to understand that sake is not just for sushi. Well, I'm learning a lot just listening to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab, support from Society Insurance, and Feeding America of Eastern Wisconsin, and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on iTunes, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review.